I wasn't recording yet. <laughs> I, I re- reset it. So yeah. <laughs> we are. Guys, we're so bad at this. We've been doing this for over a year. <laughs> I know. Welcome back to Caught Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. I'm Errol Koenig. Beep, burp, burp. No, I'm Alex. Yeah, it's with the beeps and the boops and with the, the beeps and the boops and the beeps boop, and boops. the why. It's, 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 it are doesn't. You, are it's, you really into beep pop? I'm into to rebop bebop rhubarb pie. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm also glad, like rhubarb I'm glad pie. At least, did either of you get that reference? I did not. No. It's, just, oh, it's from Perry Home Companion. It's a radio show from. A little while ago. That okay, cool. Well, that went right over. Radio shows to all the old, to all the older people that that still listen to radio. Brian's Hopefully, they appreciate that. I said older, not old. No, they don't listen to radio. They just listen to audiobooks on repeat, like yeah. a normal person. Yes. But but NPR. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, my radio obsession aside, uh, we have a very exciting bracket of movies, which we are all. Uh, eager to yes yes throw everyone else's so under the bus yeah, so let's do this we we are closing it down it's the last um or we're finishing it up we're narrowing down our elite eight to the final four yep and that down to the final two and then the winner and yeah so yeah, we're gonna so do that the, uh, the elite episode. eight and then the more elite four and then the more more elite two yeah and then the elitist <laughs> <laughs> so yep our Bracket Bonanza is coming to a close. Yes. By the end of this, we will have the greatest sci-fi movie of the millennium, gentlemen. Dun, dun, so dun. excited. I have come fully prepared for this episode. Uh, I, have, I, I have brought backup. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. by backup, I mean my uh, stuffed animals. Uh, that <laughs> uh, So for, for the listeners out there, you obviously can't see... Uh, what I have brought as visual displays for the show host. Word picture, why don't you? So I, I have brought uh, four of my buddies. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, I have brought uh, KJ, uh, Kevin Jr. He is uh, my porg, uh-huh. and he is amazing. Uh, and he will be representing uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens. Uh-huh. Uh, next, I am bringing Goddard, who is my dog. He is a cute little doggy with, with green ears and green nose. Uh, and his name is Goddard because another very famous dog uh, is Goddard from Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. And on top of that, he is wearing a shirt with fourth grade me on it four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, okay, for, for the viewer out there, it looks a little bit like a, uh, a Warhol, uh, but with Errol's face. That's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. Like, it, it was this, this assignment where it's like, Everyone, you're gonna get like this picture with four of your faces or like four of your self uh, mm-hmm. portraits, and then you can just color them in however you want. This was also one of the assignments that they did the thing where they can get your art reprinted onto mm-hmm. mugs and mm-hmm. onto t-shirts and whatever. It's like, well, there's one with the teddy bear. What if I get the one with the teddy bear? Throw away the teddy bear <laughs> and just give the shirt uh, to uh, Goddard, and that's what I did. And he's been wearing the me shirt ever since. Um, so yeah, uh, that is the other one uh, representing Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius, of course. Of course. Yep. And uh, lastly, I have two people uh, up representing Lilo and Stitch. Uh, I have my Stitch, of course. Of course. And mm-hmm. I also have Ducky. 
who uh, is technically a platypus, which I have just learned recently. But <laughs> more importantly to me, he is a duck. And in Lilo and Stitch, Stitch very uh, frequently relates to uh, the ugly duckling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's who he connects to very much. And I have a duck that also isn't technically a duck. And I just, he also, I think, encapsulates some of the themes in Lilo and Stitch that represent me. So I have Stitch and Ducky on Team Lilo and Stitch. I have KJ on The Force Awakens, even though Porks aren't in The Force Awakens. Then I have Goddard on uh, Team Jimmy Neutron. And uh, so let's actually get into the bracket. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, let's do it. All right. So first up to decide uh, which of our Elite Eight Mm-hmm. We'll be proceeding on to the slightly more elite four. Yeah. We have Star Wars The Force Awakens, as represented by KJ, and Lilo and Stitch, represented by Stitch and Ducky. So I don't know which side Errol's coming down on, but I kind of do. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to put in a side note that if we're going purely off the cuteness of the uh, the animals in question, the stuffed ones, I think Star Wars... The pork is, is, is better. You know, I I can look real deep into KJ's eyes. Yeah, they stare very hard mm-hmm. back. I, 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 you I know, look... just in different directions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, KJ is the best. Yeah. yeah. For, again, for the viewer that can't see it, KJ is like if you imagine a fish with eyes on both sides, and then you made the fish head round, and but also the eyes a bird. stayed in the same place. Yeah. Porgs are the best. I love porgs. They're adorable. <laughs> but porgs are not on the ballot today. That is Sadly. true. So, Otherwise, if this was this was Star Wars Force 8, uh, that would be my deciding factor. <laughs> yeah. I also wanted to make a quick note. I did, while we were talking, also run and grab my uh, baby Groot head, uh, which I have for some reason to represent Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, but yes, back to... Yes. Ba- back to the subject matter at hand, Star Wars... Episode 7 versus Lilo and Stitch. You might almost say back to monologuing. You could. You very, you very much could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't, and I think that's on me. <laughs> but, you know, uh, <laughs> I think we should continue on anyway. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to just say the thing that we already know that I'm thinking. I'm, I'm going Lilo and Stitch, uh, which is should be clear because that movie is one of my favorite movies of all time. Star Wars Episode Seven also is one of my favorite movies of all time. My favorite Star Wars movies, but I mean, I have it. Lilo and Stitch is in like that top tier that it's very hard to break into. It's pretty much that and Toy Story Three. Star Wars Episode Seven is in that next tier, undoubtedly, mm-hmm. and and I love the movie so much, but it's it's not breaking into that top tier. So Lilo and Stitch, I am giving it. Hmm. Uh, to that and i will definitely be back with more lilo and stitch takes um if you need some persuasion uh (laughs) which i very well might if you guys both go star wars um but we'll see yeah alex thoughts um all right well so since it's probably about time we start splitting hairs um no keep the hair whole yeah uh wasn't there a scene lilo and stitch with a haircut where am I at? No, I'm. Sure. I'm. That's uh, that might be from the TV show. Ah, uh, that's probably what I'm thinking of. No, it was in Star Wars. It was a pivotal oh, in Star yeah, Wars. of course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he uses his lightsaber to do light trimming. You know? mm-hmm. 
no, uh, I love Star Wars. I'm a, I'm a total Star Wars fan, nerd, geek person. Um, Errol er- is 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 putting a stitch near my face to to try to convince me um, it's working. I will admit. <laughs> um, no, I they're 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 great for completely different things, right? You know, when I'm feeling crappy and I want to feel better, I would watch Lilo and Stitch. When I'm like, I want to believe that I can do anything, and you know, like amazing this, right? I want to watch Star Wars: Force Awakens. Uh, Okay, here's how I put it. Do you know how when you talk to people that were there for the original Star Wars, right? Like the mm-hmm. first Star Wars movie, they were mm-hmm. like, it was crazy. Like people would just come back like six times and rewatch it, and they, it was a culture moment that like everybody was in on, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For me, Star Wars The Force Awakens feels very similar. To oh, how, I, I am, know, I am 100% that, with you it's on that, that. It was one of those cultural moments that everybody, regardless of age or gender or background would you know could could be a part of yeah um and and you know that to me was a super powerful thing because i don't really think i've experienced that very much before in my life um you know a lot of cultural big cultural moments feel like they've happened either before my lifetime um or i was just not around for them uh you know and 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 by contrast i think lilo and stitch is the opposite thing where it's like it didn't feel like it was a big cultural moment that i was a part of but it's a it's a big cultural touchstone that a lot of people myself included come back to so i'm i need to be convinced to go into either camp right now right i'm really on the fence all right i am going to go with star wars uh this one is also very close i think at this point it goes without saying that these movies are all really good and we like all of them so i will skip that part of the conversation Mm -hmm. um i think what you talked about with the the culture around star wars you know and people who were there when it first came out you know that really resonates with me thinking about like this is this is our star wars yeah you know just as much as you know the the original Star Wars trilogy was for our parents' generation, or, uh, or and how the prequels were for the millennials. <laughs> yeah. Well, ooh, ooh, no, that's no a, one, no that's one a puts harsh... claim upon the prequels. <laughs> yeah. What? No one puts claim upon no. the prequels, though. But shout right. out to our prequel yeah. memes because <laughs> the the prequels were Jar for life. Ending. Hmm? You know, they stopped coming out really when, at least for me, I was too young to appreciate mm-hmm. you know the significance yeah. of a Star Wars movie coming out. Yeah. And you know, when Disney bought Lucasfilm, and we were going, we were going to have a new Star Wars movie, guys. Like, yeah. You know that just that feeling, the the hype around Star Wars, the culture around it is, I think, is what makes it, you know, uh, a more enjoyable experience than Lilo and Stitch. And if I want to go on an emotional journey, which I often do, I'll go on Lilo and Stitch. But if I want to have a good time. Uh, and watch a fun movie i'll watch force awakens and i just i want to watch a fun movie more often than i want to go on an emotional journey all right so i will argue this uh-huh. lilo and stitch is also stupid fun oh yeah it's like I, I i understand the force awakens is very fun i'm just saying with lilo and stitch you can get the same fun uh and also you get a little bit you know more for your money or for your time um, I, I would say that Lilo and Stitch, the stuff that they have in space, you know, before they even get to Hawaii, is awesome. I think the humor in it is consistently very funny. 
Um, it's just across across the board. I think um, the, the highs in Lilo and Stitch are. I mean, I I, I don't want to put you know my words in your mouth, but I think the highs in Lilo and Stitch are higher. Um, you know, de- definitely for the emotional stuff, we all can agree on that. Mm-hmm. But you know, in terms of just the, the some of the fun space stuff, I would even argue that the you know that first spaceship battle with the red one, um, where Stitch hops into the red police cruiser and is flying through space and gets rid of everyone. I think that that moment is like very close to the level of fun of anything in Episode Seven. Again, I love episode seven. I talked about it that it's one of my favorite movies, and I totally agree with you guys on how it is. Uh, it, 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 this is our Star Wars. Like I, for me, the experience I had with episode seven is the experience that you know people that grew up in the eighties had with, or the seventies and eighties had with the uh, original Star Wars. Yeah, but I also think that if the original Star Wars movies had had a bigger impact on me, Episode Seven might have not mm-hmm. had quite the effect. If I had parents mm-hmm. that really showed it to me, it again, this is really hard for me to do because I'm making all the arguments that I hate when people make because, like, no, yeah. you're wrong. You should be able to look at these things separately. But the thing is, they aren't separate. You know, it's sort of interesting because I think I, I would take all of the same arguments you're making and I would draw almost the exact opposite. So for mm-hmm. me, at least, uh, you know, I grew up with the Star Wars movies, right? Like that was, uh, I, my parents owned all six of them, including the prequels, God help us, um, <laughs> which I didn't, I will fully admit that I watched that pod racer scene more than I care to admit as a kid. Um, it's a great scene. It was fantastic. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I also unabashedly loved Jar Jar Binks for about... 10 minutes That's so uh, which is things. pretty long for for the average star wars viewer yeah uh no but Team you know uh you know i had you know <laughs> there was the you know and like I, there was video games that went with them that i played for hours and hours and hours with my friends mm-hmm. um and and rpgs and all these things that told other fantastic stories that i got, got totally seeped in um and so for that, for me, right, like it's the opposite thing where when I, because I was exposed to it as a kid, now I'm I'm even more appreciative of the spin That's, and the flavor and take on that that it is for this generation. But by contrast, I think, you know, the same argument I'm making for, for Star Wars there, I'm almost going to make the opposite argument for Lilo and Stitch where it's like, you know, I because i came to that movie much later than most people you know i the first time i watched lilo and stitch was in college mm-hmm. i watched it in freshman year um i think it was like the first 20 minutes too it wasn't even that it wasn't even that much i watched the first 20 minutes there was one friends at a party and you know i at the time i was like oh this is kind of fun i'll go watch it later and then you know a couple of days later i went and watched the full thing and like it was just you know it was just like such it a holds good, up yeah and it really does you know, uh, it's, you know, it's the exact opposite, right? For me, where like Star Wars is the 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 childhood thing that got reinvented and reinvigorated, and Lilo and Stitch is the thing that I'm coming to later than most people. Yeah, but it's it's still totally relevant. I hate to say that I'm still on the fence, but I'm still on the fence. I, know. <laughs> I almost want to say, do you guys want to pause this particular one, jump to another one? 
and come back to it at the end. Nah, man, we gotta duke this out. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I think I think we do. I mean, I I made my second arguments, Ryan. Do you have more things to say? Closing arguments. Right. Actually, I mean, I, I I have a question. Should we view all the stuff that comes around? this as part of it like should we view like all of the uh hype around star wars all like the tv shows that come with it is does the lilo and stitch tv show play a factor into um the movie because i would argue that i think if we're counting i think if we're counting like the all the other movies as like a build-up and a context for the force awakens it's reasonable to count the tv show the tv show that comes after we're talking about stitch uh like our personal connections to Mm -hmm. these movies yeah uh, like with Jimmy Neutron, like mm-hmm. you know, I'm like uh, you know, I love Jimmy Neutron the movie, also because I loved the TV show and stuff. And well, the t- the movie came before the TV show. Yeah, but yeah, but I hear you. I mean, me as a child watching it, it was all the same thing. That's fair. You know, and so these things, it's it's just impossible to separate them. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I think, and so you know, part of my personal connection to the Force Awakens is. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, my my family would always go and see the big movie of December together, and mm-hmm. for a while it was Harry Potter, and then Star Wars started coming out, and so you know, Star Wars for me has that connotation of going with the family to see the big movie and going to dinner and talking about it together, and so the the hype around it is intrinsically linked to the movie itself. For me. Yeah, that. I mean, the... That that is totally fair, and then I guess in contrast, when I was when, when Lilo and Stitch, you know, when when that was I guess relevant to the mm-hmm. discussion, that was like my life. Yeah, like I, I was all in the, the, the TV show. That was like the only thing I would watch. I was I would annoy my parents with how often I would watch it. I would know, uh, annoy my sister with how much I would watch it, just because she'd want to watch other <laughs> things. It's just like I, I totally understand that. Um, for Star Wars, that is definitely part of your family conversation. Um, it's similar to the way that Lilo and Stitch was my life back when that was relevant, and also it still kind of is now. I, I when when I see anything Lilo and Stitch or like anywhere, if I'm out shopping and I just see a Lilo and Stitch, you know, backpack or a little toy figurine that I don't need that's fifteen dollars, I like. I, I am going to try very hard not to spend money because I don't have it. But then I'm going to end up getting it. And like, I, I do also have some of that stuff for The Force Awakens, but I feel like Lilo and Stitch, um, the impact that, is, that it has had and also the longevity of it uh, has both put together, helped. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That Actually, Alex, that is a good point. Alex just grabbed my uh, BB-8 from across the room he also should be present for this debate uh even though i am not 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 against even though i am against him in this argument um i think he understands because he also appreciates Lilo <laughs> and stitch he, he he is bb8 is very much the stitch of star wars yeah oh totally he, he, yeah. he, he kind of you know he kind of brings everyone together <laughs> in a weird in a weird way he is the thing that that stitches everything together kind of the way that nah. stitch stitches you you know, did you realize now. that? Did you realize that? I why, just why Stitch was called that. Stitch. Oh my god! Yeah, because the family's broken and he's there and he stitches oh. them together. It's just, I, 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 I you know, and that does blow my mind a little bit. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah, it, it's that's a little bit like when I found out that silk stands for soy milk, 
And that's why the product is called Silk. <laughs> did, did, did you know that Darth Vader means Dark Father? Yeah, I, I did know that one. Yeah. Remember, don't choke on your aspirations. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, no, sorry, not to not to total, not to jump in here, but uh, to jump in here because we have to sort of uh, yes, it, make a yes. thing. Um, it is down to you. I think uh, the one thing I hadn't considered up until now, which I think is I'm, I'm considering a little bit now too, is. Uh, if we're going to consider the whole context of all of these of the things that come around uh, these, for me, Star Wars, there is uh, so admittedly for for me in my life, there's a couple of things that are big touchstones. Uh, there's a couple of movies, things like Up, uh, but there's also a couple of video games, um, games that are like these massive, just epics of, you know, of your childhood of, that you played. Right, yeah. and and. More than that, but you know, things that really made me think about, you know, really question and think about morality and ethics and uh, what it means to to make choices and how you balance those choices with yeah. your own personal views. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a couple of um, incredible games uh, for the Star Wars universe that really were very formative in in how I view the world. I, for that, so so. so... I assume you're not talking about. Well, so I, I would of, I would also I argue that those games, assuming you're talking about the ones that came out during like when the prequels were out. Yeah, I'm talking, I, I, about, I'm talking about the, the Knights like, of the Republic. So, yeah, so, the Republic I so yeah, like yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I think I would talk like if you're going to refer to a game, mm. I mean, not to set rules and sure, sure, no, I mean, but I think if you're going to like bring in a game, maybe do like the Battlefront that they released like with the thing. Oh yeah. Because that's a very good game. If you want to talk about that, by all sure. means, that should be looped in. But, you know, again, for Lilo I mean, and Stitch, there was the uh, Experiment 625 Sandwich Stacker game on the Disney Channel website, <laughs> oh. which you have no idea how long my sister and I would play. I believe that. Yeah, so... Um, I think... I don't know. I, I would go a step farther than what you're saying, Errol. I think you know, giving The Force Awakens credit for... Like yeah, the battlefront no. uh, game is missing the point here. This like is you true. can talk about the culture around it, the hype, uh, the fandom and stuff yeah. around this movie. Damn it, and I hear view it within it. the context of the other movies, but you can't reward Force Awakens because A New Hope was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh... Interesting sidebar. The Lego game for Force Awakens, should that count? <laughs> <laughs> Because that's a little bit closer. <laughs> it's a step closer, but it. Uh, I will say the Lego Star Wars I think games that's okay. real good. They are real good. I, I think that's okay because it is directly something that came out of the movie. Whatever. So, so but, I, but yes. So, uh, that said, oh, I'm so uh, God damn it! I uh, I'm so split. This is really this is driving me nuts. <laughs> All right, five, four, three, two, one. Uh, Star Wars. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Oh, that's, that's that's. I'm sorry. Ooh. It's really it is by the the most just tiniest of bits. I shouldn't have done the countdown. I, I should have gotten my last point that the emotional that, that that the emotional highs of Lilo and Stitch are more meaningful than the exciting highs of Star Wars. Yeah, I should have gotten that point out there, but it's too late. I so, did the countdown. So here's the thing. I, and I was thinking about this, and I totally agree with you point. there. I think part of it too, though, is. You know, there's memories that get associated with these movies, yeah. and like the first time I watched Lilo and Stitch was very powerful, but the first time I watched like Force Awakens, you know, 
That's it that's felt right. like I was part of this big collective like thing. It's it's a it's a collective um, ex- experience. I, yeah. I'm 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 with you on that. I think yeah. the experience surrounding the Force Awakens um probably surrounds I mean, like, I, I don't remember the very first time I saw mm. Lilo and Stitch, partially because I saw it, like, in theaters in, what was that, 2002? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was seven, six. No, yep. six, because it was, like, soon after yep. 9-11. Um, which, again, another point I should have made because of the social impact, yeah. whatever. Um, but, like, it was so long ago, I don't really remember my exact feelings there, but I just 2002. remember. 2002. Yeah, yeah, 2002, yeah, yeah. right after 9-11. It was, I believe, March or something like that. Yep. June. June. It was close. Um, within three months. That's surprisingly close for a, a movie from 10 years ago. Or, yeah. well, no, 15 it, years ago. It's, I mean, it's... 16 years ago? 16 years ago. I mean, there, there, there's only... That's a while. That's it's, there's there's very few movies that, that stick with me yeah. quite likely. Like, I, I, I know for a fact Toy Story was released November 22nd. Uh, 1995 hmm. and i know that exactly for multiple reasons you know <laughs> mainly because my birthday was two days before but nah. uh but whatever yeah so yeah. Star-, star wars i get it like i did the whole thing for you know the force awakens where i went to the five or a four thirty showing mm-hmm. with my little sister and my stepdad and it was like we were ridiculously tired but like it was kind of helpful for the yeah. viewing experience and it just made it that much better and being there with them kind of helped so like, no. I I don't like the decision. Uh, yeah, but like it's uh, uh, again it 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 would have probably beaten out most of the other movies that are yeah no. still left. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, after that <laughs> very contentious <laughs> oh, uh, matchup. I am sorry, Errol, have, for what it's worth. We have another one. Really finally embarrassed. Ugh. Yeah, we have another one that's going to pain me. Very yeah, much. this is not much better. We have <laughs> the Martian. Up against oh. Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, I'm I'm gonna I'm sorry, I'm gonna end before anyone else here for a second. Uh-huh. The Martian is um to space and just serious fiction serious fiction movies what Guardians of the Galaxy was to the MCU in many ways. Yeah. Like yeah. the Martian presented this um like new format that movies could be both serious and smart but also funny and like didn't have to be endless dialogues about the nature of man and exploration it, it didn't space. have to be interstellar right well yeah. okay i mean yes yeah. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what much. you're saying yeah. yeah yeah um and and like you know they're both they're both you know very uh rev- not want to say revolutionary because you know nothing is truly revolutionary but like you know, game they, changer. Yeah, like yeah. they they changed the way we view these things, both of them in, in very different ways. That said, there is one deciding factor for me, which is the Martian is amazing. The soundtrack is very good. Nothing is ever going to be the soundtrack of the Guardians of the Galaxy for me. Like mm-hmm. the first time those you know eighties and nineties tunes start rolling in, yeah. and you're just like. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a reason it's called Awesome Mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. You know. Like you just, it's a, it's a, it's a feeling you get in your gut. Like it's just, yeah. There's, <laughs> I love The Martian. It's amazing. It's never gonna make me go <laughs> quite as much as Guardians did. Ryan, now I'll let you go first, Daryl. Why? 
<laughs> and here we see the back and, like and forth ping pong match. Okay, all right. Uh, well, I'll make it quick then. Guardians is, yeah. you know, it's my favorite superhero movie. It's my favorite non-animated movie. Um, you know, it's it's just so good, yeah. and it's it, it's everything that I, I I want in a movie. It's super fun. It's super funny. It has an awesome soundtrack. Um, it has that family, that heart, that yet again. I've said this a million times. I am such a sucker for that stuff. And Guardians of the Galaxy, out of all the superhero movies, or out of all the Marvel movies, does it the best, bringing yeah. this you know group of people together as a family. I think it does it so well that, like, I understand the Merchant has that too, but the way Guardians does it is just, if, if it just lines up perfectly for me. So I'm just Guardians hands down. Yeah, for me. I figured this out was going to be, so I wanted to go last because that lets me vote the Martian uh, without it actually mattering. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I mean, it's a pretty reasonable way to day, do it. I would probably pick Guardians, uh, but these things are, like you said, they're so close together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they did the same thing just for different genres. Yeah. And, you know, with you guys picking Guardians, I feel free to pick the Martian. Yeah. And so so, so, so you, you, you didn't want. The reason why you wanted me to go first is so you could just feel good with your Martian pick. Yeah, because <laughs> if you didn't know and you thought that I would go with Guardians, you would feel really weird. And and I went with Martian, you would feel really weird if you mm-hmm. went with Martian. Yeah, because like Guardians but, should win this, but I want to. But the to the, the, the Martian should definitely the Martian. get um reckon. And the fact that it, it got to the Elite Eight, oh, was, it, you know, it's definitely deserving of getting mm-hmm. this far. And, no, yeah, it, like, it just had a super tough matchup against. Yeah, had, had a tough matchup here. Had a tough matchup in the last round really it's just yeah. it, the martian has been tough yeah. beating iron man and the incredibles real yeah. rough yeah it's, it's a rough path and the fact that got this far yeah. great for epic guardians yeah. yeah we've mentioned before there are movies that i feel like are made for me the martian was 100 yeah it's, made. Yep. it was engineer porn and humor <laughs> and you know, people coming together and i was yeah. crying and like this was so my movie but the guardians yeah. of the galaxy is a better movie yep so yeah. Guardians okay. wins. I have an interesting take, which I don't know why your mentioning family thing sparked it in me, but I think the reason why Rogue One didn't end up being quite as good as we wanted it to me to wanted it to be was because it got stuck somewhere between a heist movie and a movie about a family forming. Yeah, well, and, 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 and I and, think and, that's I, I, why I think it didn't quite get there. It, it was on quite either. Like the, the family never fully formed, right? And the heist because. It wasn't given the attention mm-hmm. that it deserved. It didn't get so. Yeah, I, 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 I'm with you on on that for Rogue One. It, mm-hmm. If they committed one way or the other, it probably would have helped. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's again, it's not a bad movie. It, no, no. It, deserving of getting to the. Well, I mean, I thought Ragnarok should have gotten to the second round, but you know, <laughs> brackets go. How brackets, brackets go? Goes, how brackets go? And you know, it, it is a good movie, but you know, and, and my biggest problem isn't with the movie itself. It's just yep. with the society around it when it was released yeah so understandable yeah. cool guardians moves on all right next next <laughs> corner Oof. these don't get any easier do rough they? One for me oh captain america winter soldier versus hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy okay i i, I will go first because i feel relatively definitive in my take uh-huh winter soldier uh it's you know it it's it's I, when i was younger i dragged my parents to see a, movies a bunch of times by you know in a row but this was the first movie when I was really just 
by myself. It's like, I really like this movie. I'm going to go watch it. I'm going to just... I have a car now. I'm just going to go drive out and <laughs> just see it for a fourth time. Yeah. And, you I'm know... an independent man. Winter Soldier definitely had that. And that was, you know... That's why I'm, I'm, I would give it the easy... For me, the easy nod for Winter Soldier. Um, it's just... The connection it has with the shield as well, um, the impact that it had throughout all of the MCU was just, mm-hmm. just the impact that it had on me is just a lot bigger than the impact Hitchhikers. Like Hitchhikers was a very present part of my life growing up, but Civil, or, but uh, Winter Soldier was a just at least right now. It just the effect that that movie had on me is, has very much defined who I am right now, mm-hmm. who I am today. Yeah. Um, so yeah. All right. It's a bold I, I feel like I'm in the same position as last time, where yes. I think you know Winter Soldier should win this, but Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has a lot of the culture, like love, the the nerd culture, love, yeah, whatever all that, that like Star Wars yeah. has around mm-hmm. it for me. Well, yeah, and so I have a hard time. You know, letting go of of what that movie means to me. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, you know, as you all heard last episode, I waxed on and on about how great Winter Soldier is mm-hmm. uh, and what that one means to me as well. Yeah. So I'm going to have to go with Winter Soldier, and I hate it, but I'm going to go with Winter Soldier. Uh I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Orion in that I I was waiting for you two to pick Winter Soldier <laughs> so that I could pick Hitchhikers because I didn't want to have to pick Winter Soldier. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. Um, uh, Winter Soldier is is the better movie overall, but I just I I'm glad I can pick Hitchhikers without having to to deny Feel Winter good. Soldier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. However, 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 for this next bracket, for this next I bracket, let's so do it. Our final elite <laughs> matchup, our front to determine our final member of the elite or four. Mm-hmm. Elite or yes, we have Blade Runner, almost two thousand forty nine, and Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. So Alex, you can go first. No, after you, Errol. I kind of want to be the anchor on this one. I, I kind of want to go last. <laughs> so, actually, Ryan, you, Ryan, you can go first. All right. I'm sure Blade Runner 2049 is a great movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I can't, in good faith at this point, vote for it. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I have to go with Jimmy Neutron. Uh, you know, on that basis, but also just, I'm sure if I saw it, I think I'd still pick. Jimmy Neutron, but I can't vote for you know yeah, for no, the I, final four. I can't vote for something I haven't a, seen. It's a it's a reasonable it's a reasonable <laughs> position. Uh, you wouldn't buy goods you haven't seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know I know Errol is going to vote against Blade Runner, so so I will keep this pretty brief. Uh, and you've already talked a lot about why, I have, why you I really have. appreciate. Blade um, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna make one last thing which I hadn't brought up before, which I just I'd want to commend the people behind the movie for, um, which is I think with Blade Runner there was this challenge of having to work off of 
a previous movie that let's call it polarizing in the mm-hmm. sense that people either hated it more than they did the matrix 3 or loved it more than they did matrix 1 so that's the spectrum that we're talking here <laughs> yeah um and i think the blade runner 2048 managed to like well at the same time preserve the audience that loved it so much and also convince a few more people and i think that's very challenging to do uh, especially with high sci-fi movies and so i just i would give them lots of props for that but i do understand that jimmy neutron will advance so up until now i have been very quiet about blade runner mm-hmm. i let it pass in the first round because I, I knew how much it mm-hmm. meant to you um and i figured you know, I, I I do love the emoji movie, and I, I knew Ryan wasn't gonna vote <laughs> oh, for God, it. Oh God, that's true. That's what uh, so it, it was either um, it was up against Deadpool. It was up against too. Deadpool, and I was like, you know what? We'll give it to Alex. Um, let him have you know his fun. <laughs> uh, the second round, let I was him like, have hope. <laughs> yeah, the second round is going against Gravity. I knew Ryan hadn't seen that, and uh, figured he'd probably go with Alex's gut, whatever, and that would set it up perfectly for me to crush this movie with the movie that you have called childish and stupid jimmy neutron boy genius to, to be fair the reason the you know the reason that that's a little bit my perspective is it's because, because you I haven't seen it i didn't since... see it until college yeah yeah right? and th- so... that that is fair that is fair but allow me to continue yeah, sure, to destroy blade runner um it is so so boring it was it was it was bad it was real it was real rough to get through <laughs> Um, like I, I understand, it had to overcome a lot of the issues that, uh, like a, a lot of the the stuff that was brought up in the, mm-hmm. the the first movie, like being a cult classic. It had it had to be acceptable to all of those people, and I also thought that it had to be acceptable to like the, a new audience. Mm-hmm. And I think this movie didn't necessarily do either. And mm. in, in in the in the way that one I think the first Blade Runner I just don't quote me on or how how long is the first Blade Runner? Um, um, a little less than two hours, I think. Yeah, I think it was like one, one hour. Uh, yeah, just it's just under two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that is probably an acceptable length for a movie. Um, I, I thought I didn't like the movie, mm-hmm. but I just, I didn't think it was super long. Blade Runner two thousand forty nine. Mm-hmm way too long it felt like it was 2049 years long <laughs> it was it was so long it was so boring it i was so against it did you get the same effect when you watched the lord of the rings movies out of curiosity. Uh, well so uh, uh, again as this people that are dedicated listeners to this podcast know that i've only watched the first one uh and sure no uh i did not like it is long and i i do have problems with with long movies usually which mm. is you know why i hate avatar why you know one of many reasons yes yeah, one of many reasons <laughs> um you know it's i i have trouble with long movies this movie was just really long and just kind of meandering and just didn't like it it, it, it kind of had a point but it didn't really have a point it's like was is ryan gosling a robot or is he not a robot and then like who are these other are these other people robots and is he gonna have sex with that robot and it was just like what I, 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 I don't need it. And, like, it, it was so long and so boring. And, like, Harrison Ford is, is cool. I like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, but, like, he, he's just so much better in other roles. Like he's just kind of – this is just Harrison Ford just 
being monotone for the movie. <laughs> it, it's the role. I get that he's trying to show something that can be human or can be robot. I get that's the point. But also, it's just it's boring. It's not entertaining mm-hmm. to watch. Uh, for I mean, for me, and also I think for a lot of other people too. There, there is a reason you know why the first Blade Runner did not do well. Uh, in the box office, it, mm-hmm. it has built a cult status, yeah. and the fact that they thought that they'd be able to bring it back and have it be successful, and yet still be, and yet be longer and just more meandering, and the fact that they thought they'd be able to do that and have it work, is doesn't make sense to me. And you know, I, I was right; it, it did not, it did not do well financially. So mm-hmm. clearly, audiences are on my side. I understand that critics like it just because. Of, Critics sometimes like these more meandering looks into sci- sci-fi and that. Like, sure, but that's that not not for me, and not not for America. So I think I think the key I think a little bit the key difference there is that the movie is not meant to be as much an entertainment product as a commentary on what the future can hold, right? And I think I totally understand your point, right? Yeah. Like, I get that it's. For most people, it would not be a very entertaining entertainment product. Yeah. Um, I, right. Like I, I you know, I, so, I can so, understand. So, so, your so point I, of view, I, I totally right? understand what you're saying yeah. there. But the point of movies, the reason why they have been invented, Ooh. the reason why movies are invented, Ooh. Ooh. Oh, 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 interesting. <laughs> it is to entertain people. That, that that that's why it's, movies that, that that that's why Thomas Edison created just for entertainment reasons. Okay, now I, but, I, I I understand that they were able to take it and make an art of it, but I think if the movie has art and has entertainment, that's when you have a great when you can combine the two. That's when you have something special. When you just have art, I I don't think it should count. When you just have entertainment, it also isn't that great either. Sure, uh, I I think it's a little bit reductionist to say that about movies because if you were to make that argument about books, you could say, well, books were just originally you know religious texts or historical texts, and I think you would argue they've I'll, come a lot farther than that. Also, to be fair, I'm not totally on board with books, so <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just or, saying. Okay, or painting, let's say. But uh, like, also, uh, yeah, not totally. I mean, like, some painting is cool to look something, at, but but like, I I I, I hear yeah. what you're saying. I think movies, what they do in terms of entertainment is more important than what they do in terms of art. And I'm not saying that they mm-hmm. shouldn't have art. I think art is super important when making a good movie. Having it have all of that artistic element to it mixed with um, the entertainment. I think when you, when you have a mix of both that works, that's the best. But I, I, I think if you have a movie that is devoid of all fun and enjoyment... <laughs> Such as Blade Runner 2049, <laughs> I don't think See, that's what they should be going for. Like, if you made it, you know, maybe fun, if they made a fun version of Blade Runner, <laughs> I'd be all in. Like, make a fun space noir movie. Like, sure, that sounds fun. I would enjoy watching that. I don't, I don't think noirs by 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 uh, category tend to be very uh, exciting entertainment products. It doesn't even have to be exciting fun, but there are entertaining noir movies. Sure. That I think are better and less boring than like like Chinatown isn't an exciting, happy, fun noir movie. No, no, it's not. But it 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 at least is interesting and keeps my attention for the duration of the movie. The Blade Runner two thousand forty nine mm-hmm. does not do that. So one bit for me. I think what's interesting a little bit about this matchup, right, is to me it's it's exactly what you actually just highlighted, right? It's that movies can have art 
and without or being entertainment. Fun. Right? Yeah, it can have one or the other. I'm saying that it shouldn't have one or the well, other. No, I understand. It should have I understand. Both. But I think what's interesting about it should this not matchup, be completely devoid of one. What I think what's interesting about this matchup is that, for me at least, my perspective a little bit is that Blade Runner has a lot of that art, but for most people, a lot less of the entertainment. And Jimmy Neutron feels like it has a lot more of the entertainment, but a lot less of the art. Um. And so I can understand if there's so, so a I, preference I, towards... I, 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 I hear what you're saying. Um, I would also add that the computer graphics that they did for Jimmy Neutron was pretty early. Mm-hmm. What they did with low-budget computer animation, for which I, I would consider that sure. art. Um, so like I, I hear what you're saying, and I also think it's a different type of art for creating content for kids. Sure. Um, so like I, I, I do understand what you're saying, that Blade Runner is definitely... I I'll get Blade Runner is a hundred percent more artful than Jimmy Neutron, um, but like, I, yeah, I, I I ain't watching Blade Runner, <laughs> not, not anytime soon again. So, uh, yeah. So Jimmy Neutron, it is. I am happy yep. I was able to stick the dagger <laughs> and twist it and just keep churning into Blade Runner <laughs> as much as I possibly can, and uh, yeah. So that felt good. That was cathartic. <laughs> um, yeah. That's fine. We'll, we'll do a separate podcast debating the merits of what a movie should be. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be an interesting podcast. And, 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 and again, my point wasn't that movies shouldn't be art. Sure. Yeah. It's that you have to find a balance. And I think the entertainment value is – having entertainment is a little bit more important than having art and at least having some of both. Like, like having a little bit of entertainment would, would have made Blade Runner I think better. There's also a third component, which is a little bit of a, a social commentary, or at least a relevancy, a relevancy to to the cult, to culture, and well, to so, social so, spheres, so, right? So like yeah. that's a third element, and, and, that, and it like feeds into art, but it's not quite the same. Yeah. So I I I'm also totally with you there. And again, in defense of Jimmy Neutron, mm-hmm. which we still have going through the next round, uh, that does do that, and. It's it's probably less for that social moment right then, mm-hmm. but for just forever, it's about kids losing their parents mm-hmm. and that relationship. That's the social commentary Jimmy Neutron has, and mm-hmm. it's actually pretty poignant. Which I understand that you don't have the that same connection to it right. as as I do, but that's something that yeah that again family it hits for me. Yeah, I can see if you saw this as a college student the. Uh... You know, the, also, as a non-Errol College student, let's just specify. <laughs> okay, sure. As a non-Errol College student, you know, getting a message about why you need your parents is very yeah. different than when you're, you know, eight and you're like, I don't need you. I can do whatever <laughs> I want. I'm my own kid. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, with that, we probably should get on to the final. Uh, the final four. Semifinals? The, the Eliter Four. The Eliter. The Eliter Four. Yes. I like the leader four. Let's go, let's, let's go with that. Yeah, the leader four, the leader four, the leader two, the leader two, and then the elitist. Yes, I like that. So, so all right. Well, no, I mean, it, yeah, the leader four, the two leaders, and then the elitist. Okay, so so so, so, so Ryan, <laughs> what do we got? All right. So just quick recap: we have Bad four leader four. Obviously, we have Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America: Winter Soldier, and Jimmy Neutron: Boy Genius. All of these are very long titles. Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> true. Guardians of the Galaxy is the only one without a subtitle. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Star- All right, automatic take. Star Wars <laughs> Force Awakens is the only one longer than four words. Hmm. 
That is true. And other qualifying facts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drains so. the galaxy has two Gs in it, so. Wow. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Things you learn on Star the podcast. Wars, The Force Awakens. Yes. Versus Guardians of the Galaxy. Shoot your darlings here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I, I I feel I'll, I'll go first because I feel less less bad about it. Yeah. Um, because I already kind of shot this darling in the last round. Yeah. And it's you know it, it's the the same type of thing, that Lilo and Stitch. Actually, I would say Guardians of the Galaxy and Star Wars Episode Seven are actually in that se- that same second tier round underneath mm-hmm. Lilo and Stitch and Toy Story Three. They're both on that level. However, Guardians. For me, with just the the soundtrack, um, James Gunn's style and humor, it just it's Guardians of the Galaxy. For me, is the perfect superhero movie for me. Star Wars Episode Seven is a perfect Star Wars movie for me. I just prefer the superhero Marvel stuff slightly over the space Star Wars. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, like it's uh, uh, again, it's it, it it is ridiculously close these are both in my top five movies mm-hmm. of all time and it's you know it's, but it's just kind of for me a fact that guardians is a little bit higher than star wars like just a little bit yeah so they're both cool only one has a raccoon in space <laughs> well it's just, it's just how it is <laughs> do we count chewy as a as a raccoon no he's Good a walking point. carpet oh that's yeah. true <laughs> uh after you ryan Oof. Yeah. I really have no idea what I want to pick. Uh, because, you know, similar to Errol, these are both in the same tier for me, except these are about on the same level for me. Um, I really don't know. Alex, I mean, do you know? We've already talked so much about why these movies are great. Yeah. There's not a whole lot left, left it, to it, say. It, it's, it's just a, a lot of which one. Yeah. So, which ones do our preference align with a bit more? Yeah. And do we even okay, here, have any here, Here's a little bit uh, where okay. I, will, I will make an interesting argument, I, I think. Uh-huh. Um, I, as a moviegoer and movie watcher, feel more ownership of Star Wars than I did Guardians. Hmm um okay like i does that make sense no that 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 makes total sense because for me i felt so much more ownership with guardians i i remember seeing the trailer for it i was like i'm so excited for that movie like no that looks stupid isn't that the guy from parks and rec like (laughs) yeah it's gonna be amazing and i was right yeah so and that was another reason why i love guardians just because it proves how right you are how right right i was (laughs) about this specific movie it just yeah uh yeah so i think you know again same same as as ryan and they're all right like this is one of my top favorite movies both of these are top favorite movies all time uh i just i feel more of that ownership with star wars and and that's splitting hairs i know but yeah i really still don't know in other words i've i've happily passed off the hard decision i know thank you (laughs) i offered you to go first uh yeah. All right. What do you got, Ryan? So 
I know which one of these I think should go on. And the reason I was hesitant to pick it before is because I was looking on the other side of the bracket as well. And I shouldn't do that. I should, uh, pick, I should I, pick honestly. And I'm going to pick Guardians of the Galaxy uh, because it was it was fun and phenomenal and different mm. and revitalized the MCU mm. and did all these things. And Star Wars did that too, but Guardians had that, that little extra kind of out of nowhere-ness to it mm. that I appreciate in movies a lot. And yeah. I was hesitant to pick it before because on the other side of the bracket, I have a suspicion that Winter Soldier might go on. And I didn't want two Marvel movies in the final. But yeah. really, both of those movies deserve to be in the final, and I should not rob them of it. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. That's understandable. Cool. I, I, yeah, I, I totally respect that. Yep. All right. Uh, so, yeah, the, the other uh, elite or for uh or the whatever uh the um <laughs> or the elite or four whatever okay uh, elite or the elite or for uh we have captain america winter soldier and jimmy neutron boy genius yes so i've already kind of played my cards here i think captain america winter soldier should win uh you know it's probably my favorite movie of all time and hmm. you know doing this bracket has really solidified that for me Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would, yeah, I would pick this over any movie, I guess, by definition. But I would definitely pick it over Jimmy Neutron, because you know Jimmy Neutron has that kind of childhood relevance to me. But Captain America: Winter Soldier has that forever relevance, uh, and yeah. it was it was artsy and entertainment, and I appreciate mm-hmm. that. And it was you know it had that yeah. twist. It gave me surprises. It was. You know, it gave me everything I wanted out of a movie and more. So that's so that, I'm go with Winter Soldier. Th- that is totally fair. As I sit here holding Goddard, my <laughs> my, 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 my uh, stuffed dog, um, I'm gonna go with Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius, to I guess play the other side. Um, I do love Captain America: Winter Soldier. Like I said, I do have a very huge place in my heart for it. Um, but just Jimmy Neutron, like I. I it's kind of weird that like the stuffed animals that like I've kept like from home and whatever that I've just kind of throughout the years, the fact that they relate to the movies that I love so much. Yeah. Like they just had a huge impact on me, whether or not it's like, and like it's it's not even that like the one the movies are all like movies that I enjoyed when I was a kid because I also have KJ, which is very much Star Wars, which is like past you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. three four years so but yeah jimmy neutron is just such a huge part of my childhood it's hard to separate the movie from the tv show because they're both so good and they're both on like that same level and it's just i love them both and i i, I think jimmy neutron boy genius for me is a little bit more rewatchable mm. um and Again, I appreciate children's art more than probably the average person does. I like the the art of making a good program for kids. I think is something that is underappreciated. If you've seen some of the stuff that they put on, you know, Disney Channel, yeah, Nickel, like it, it, it. Some of that stuff was like kind of kind of awful. Yeah, <laughs> like like they yeah. like they try hard and they do things that they think kids will like and 
the kids do like it, but like it's not. And then you get shows like Chowder, which I mean, were not for kids. Yeah, and then you have ones like Phineas and Ferb, which are just phenomenal. Yeah, for everybody. And like, and shows like Phineas and Ferb and Jimmy Neutron are, for me, they leave a huge impact, um, or Mm -hmm. at least a bigger impact. And again, nothing against Captain America: Winter Soldier, um, but I'm gonna have to, you know. Give it all, uh, give it all, yep, give it all to me. Uh, and uh, <laughs> with my, my, my AC shout out, Aaron Carter in the house, uh, Jimmy Neutron, I'm gonna give it to Alex, the deciding vote. Uh, What's yeah, I mean, uh, I wonder what this is gonna be, yeah, right? Like, I don't know, I, you know, um, I think, I think I, uh, I made my my relationship with Jimmy Neutron, uh. Uh, pretty clear. Yeah. I think the fact uh, that I was able to take Jimmy Neutron into the final four yeah, no, totally made me very single. happy. Um, yeah. I would have liked Lilo and Stitch to make it to the I would have liked okay, Lilo and Stitch to win a, it all. But here's a hypothetical. If you had to pick Jimmy Neutron versus Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. Cool. Yeah. The only movie Arrow, Arrow would pick over Lilo and Stitch is Toy Story 3. And that's a close call. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a, Yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. All right, the ultimate matchup, the leaders, who's the elitists, elitist, elitists, who shall be the greatest sci-fi movie of the millennium? In like, one I, I, corner, well, you know, actually, Chris that, that, Pratt. That, that, in the other corner, Chris Hemsworth. Oh, wait, wait, guys, guys, nope, guys. nope, nope, guys. <laughs> nope, yeah, it's, it's Chris not. Evans. Chris. Oh no! Come on, come on. <laughs> it's obviously Evans versus Pine. Come on. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> Wait, it's Pine vs. Pratt vs. Hemsworth vs. Evans. Yeah, the, the, those are the four Chris. <laughs> um, but actually, guys, before we actually decide on this, if, yeah. if we are calling the winner of this the elitist, I, again, I you know, I might want to go back and, and, and call Blade Runner the winner because it, it was a very elitist movie. <laughs> <laughs> so... All right, so I'm, all right, I'm done. That's that, that's the last of my Blade Runner shots. That's the last of my Blade Runner shots. Let's get to voting. Um, but actually, I, I think we, we kind of already. I think this kind of comes down t- to Alex because Ryan already said that Winter Soldier is your favorite movie. movie. I've already said that Guardians of the Galaxy is my favorite superhero movie and my favorite of uh, not animated movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, so this pretty much puts it all on Alex, on which one is he going to go with. If he's going to go with his musical side with the amazing soundtrack in no. Guardians of the Galaxy, he's going to go with his more serious side uh, with um, yeah. Yeah, more this serious is, themes. Yeah. This is the worst matchup for me. Yeah. Like the, the, viewer, uh, the, the, the listener can't see it, but I have an enormous just yeah. grimace on my face yeah. right now. I think I will say for Winter Soldier that... Uh, part of what Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy brought was that it was new and different, and when I rewatch it, I know what to expect now, and it doesn't hold up as well as something like Winter Soldier does. I would say that I hear what you're saying, it, but for me, it just holds up just as well each time. Because like worst comes to worst, you're listening to an awesome, you know, you're you're, you're watching an awesome, you know, two hour plus amazing music video with awesome fights and, and also you still you, you still get the heart guardians of the galaxy what it has over winter soldier is that family is that heart that i really want in a movie which is why um why i'd give it to winter soldier 
you know, almost any day. So part of my challenge a little bit with this too is, um, uh, I actually, uh, I, so, so I would put both of these actually in the category of, I would watch them two to three times, but not more. Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> which is uh, interesting because I think both of you have very different opinions. Yeah, I, I, um, I watch like, I, I watch both of those more in theaters. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and they own uh, them on DVD. Yes, yeah. That's, that said, yes. right, Guardians of the Galaxy, I have a Pandora station that is literally called Guardians of the Galaxy, and it's just the soundtrack from that, plus a whole bunch of other great tunes from that era. Um, yeah. yeah. Right? And I... So so okay. So the reason the reason that I have a challenge with that right is that it's a I don't know if either of these movies have enormous on their own staying power with me just as like a contained unit as a product. Um, but like when we go outside of that, right? Guardians has its musical elements. Captain America has these elements in the Marvel TV shows. Um, I'm part of it. Also, is I'm hard pressed to find like a real big distinction in how like in, in terms of how they left me feeling when i left the theater like guardians made me happy and just like like in terms of the total amount of emotion i felt right guardians made me just incredibly happy and i was it was hysterical and the first time i saw it i was very happy when i walked into the theater it was great yeah when i walked into the theater winter soldier i was like oh that was good, but now I'm gonna to have to go think about things. And I don't like that. <laughs> well, so, so I mean, I, I, not to argue against what I'm voting for, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, like I'm totally with you. When I left Guardians, I was just ear to ear smiling. I was just so happy. I immediately bought the soundtrack, listened to it months on end. Winter Soldier. After I left the movie, I immediately went home, jumped on my laptop, and just looked for every single Easter egg I could in the movie, every link to other <laughs> Marvel things, just like. I just I became obsessed with Marvel. I watched the Agents of Shield episode that was tied in t- tied into the movie, which just made it that much more powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like it was just a whirlwind of Marvel. That that was it's that's one of my favorite. Like I, and I think that even set up how much I loved Guardians. It was like Marvel's amazing. I can't wait for Guardians. I'm just yeah yeah just super hype on Marvel. And then Guardians comes down. I was like just. Like I'm already here, and it just pushed me over the top. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, that's. It's, it's a tough decision. What do you? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like, kind of going back to what you guys were saying about the the artsy versus the entertainment. Mm-hmm. I feel like, winner. Like both of these have really good balance of both of them. Yeah. It's just Guardians is slightly more entertainment. Yep. Uh, yeah. And. Captain America is slightly more artsy. Yeah, totally. no, I mean, for, for, for me, I'm definitely more of an entertainment first guy. Mm-hmm. If I can go see a movie and have a good time, I think that's it, it, it's, it's worth the price of admission. Mm. Uh, you know, if I go see a movie, it's like, oh, that made me think about things, or oh, that made me whatever. Not every time is I, 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 I leave as happy. That being said, Winter Soldier, I, I obviously left happy enough mm-hmm. to to go back three times <laughs> yeah. um, so like it, it's you know it, it's it's different levels just guardians is my it, it's my level even if it's not necessarily better 
Like, I, I would probably say that in terms of, like, quality of film, Winter Soldier is a better film. But what's a better, you know, popcorn movie is Guardians. It's like, they, they both have their, like, like they both live on, um, like, right next to each other with, like, how good they are. But, like, one's just more fun, one's more All right. intense. I think, so I think I, I think I have my decision. You got it? We have our winner? All right. I Drum think, roll? Well, so hold on. So okay. I have to, I have to All right. this All right. Give us some qualifiers. So, so, mind you, you know, again, as, as has been said already multiple times, these are great movies. They're both fantastic. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy was when it when it first came out and the soundtrack first came out hooked on a feeling was mm-hmm. what got me into music from like the 70s 80s and 90s mm-hmm. and that is like become an enormous part of my life uh, now. so so from guardians from guardians really okay um and that's almost all i listen to now um so mm-hmm. yeah. I for for the listener, Alex is the one who recommended to me the Pandora station based on Hooked on a yeah. Feeling. Uh which is a very good Pandora station. It's fantastic. Yeah. Guys, um, guys. It, it got you hooked. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I'm really feeling it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I had to pick Guardians for that reason because I hadn't thought about that until now and that uh, pushes it over for me. Yeah. All right. There, we there have you it. have it, kids. Guardians of the Galaxy, Ultimate of the Ultimates. The greatest sci-fi movie of the millennium. Yeah. At, at least our, our, our favorite. Yeah. After, <laughs> no, no, this it, is the authoritative source. You yes. read it here first. Yeah. We make the decisions. After many, many hard-fought battles. Yeah. Yes. The, the Guardians have defended the galaxy. <laughs> leaving uh, Chris Hemsworth behind. I'm sorry, Alex. <laughs> Yeah, I, there's too many Chris's in these movies. I'm not going to keep them straight. I, I think there's not enough Chris's. We need more Chris's. I feel like we need to do a, a uh, like, congr- congratulations award ceremony for Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm, runners up as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, do we have a trophy? Or can we just pretend that, we this, should, that, 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 that my, ooh, my, we, my, my toddler Groot is the trophy? You know what we should do? Should <laughs> we just take a picture with it? We should quickly go through and categ- like like track what it had to fight against. So in the first round, Guardians fought Minority Report and Edge of Tomorrow. So it had a, it had basically a bye. Uh, and, <laughs> and then not wrong. Uh, and then Guardians of the Galaxy went up against Captain America: Civil War. Just tough, but tough, but a reasonable call. Mm-hmm. Then against the Martian, another very tough call. Tough one. Yeah. And then Star Wars, and then finally Winter Soldier, and it made it to the top. Yeah. I would just like to say, when I made this bracket, I was looking at them and I'm like trying to suss out what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And of the our uh, elite or four, I correctly predicted three of them. So yeah, I I, I, I I would assume that Jimmy Neutron was not the one that you thought you were correct. Yeah, yeah. I did not expect <laughs> Gravity to beat out Logan. And so I was having Logan go on. I've got to be really honest. I was expecting out of the right side, the final one, to be Deadpool. Yeah. I didn't expect Blade Runner to win either. I didn't either, but I'm very happy it did. Well, I, 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 I think my hatred for... Maybe not hatred. My, my, my strong dislike for Blade Runner 2049. Uh, In le- fact, helped Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> helped it, because I, got, I, got, I let it get its, hope, get its hopes up. 
just oh. so I could just throw it all the way back down. Oh, it's, my it's hopes so were bigger. never up for that movie. <laughs> I, I knew what was coming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Just delay the inevitable. Honestly, whatever happened with this bracket, I'm just happy that the Emoji Movie got on it, on the list. And I was able to somehow against, convince you to let me do that. Because <laughs> I know there's a whole bunch of other movies that almost made the cut that didn't because... I was wanted to hold on to I'm such a big fan of the emoji movie, so it's. Oh. I'm just happy. Uh, I, I think this was a good bracket. Yeah, this, so this was, fun. was a lot of fun. We're gonna do. Hopefully, we're gonna do more stuff like it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, going do forward one for the previous millennium at some point. That's way too many movies. Okay, like the okay, you could do it in twenty year chunks. Twenty year chunks. Yeah, so you do like the 1980s to 2000s, and then you do 80s to 60s. I'm thinking the next one that we do, we don't do sci-fi because we we did sci-fi, love sci-fi. The next Fair one enough. we should probably mix it up. Maybe we oh, do. Oh god! The... You know what we could do? We could do the worst bracket. We could do a bracket for worst movie. We could do that. The one that, that I, would be one that I, movies on this. <laughs> the one that I was thinking of was doing the best almost Christmas movies. Ooh, so it's like so out of all the movies, yeah, it's like your Die Hard, Night Before Christmas, all the movies that are oh. related to Christmas or take place during Christmas oh. that aren't about Christmas. Oh. I'm sold. So we might have to wait for Christmas to do that, or we can yeah just throw that yeah. up in July because why not? Send in your suggestions, listeners, uh, so we can get a yes. list going for that. Yeah. Your, your favorite almost Christmas movies. Yes, and on with your suggestions, also send us. Uh, your reviews on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play, and make sure to subscribe and download to all of the things at all the places, and like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, do the socials, all the socials, and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, any yeah. final words, or are we just gonna gonna kick them out now? It's, I think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> uh, final word is that I'm a little sad and pretty surprised at Star Trek died in the first round i know but uh other than that no big upsets i think for me um yeah i well i mean i i, I was upset I mean, that, that thor thor, thor, thor ragnarok like... was a tough one for me i you know I, I made lots of pleas but you you guys already know that you already listened to the episode this is true if you from, made it this far for, for, from last monday so mm-hmm. yeah um yep. cool yeah. well thanks for listening guys make Beep. sure to you know, like, download, subscribe, all that, all, all, all that good stuff that we always ask you to do. It's yep. greatly appreciated. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Right. Final words, you know, at the end, came down to a dance battle. Guardians of the Galaxy don't oh, dance battles. That's, that's, yeah, and right. with that, <laughs> good night. Bye. <laughs>